Welcome back to the Geek Heart Knit Club, your weekly source for all that's new in the world of knitting. I am Sam, knit master extraordinaire Suvac, alongside Cody, check out these yarn balls, tea trick. Cody, it is so nice to have you. Can Tell me, how, how has the woolly world of knitting been treating you? Sam, it's just been spectacular. I love knitting so much. It's so stress relieving to knit. I made a sweater today for my cat. Lovely. What color was it? It was bright orange with pink laces around the neck. Oh, I bet your cat just looks lovely in that. Oh, I can't. You'll have to post some pictures in our Discord. I think everyone will definitely want to see that. Yes. The um, Geek Heart Knit Club Discord. Yeah. Amazing. Well, well, let's let's just get right into it then and talk about the projects we've been working on. Um, so Cody, if, if you'll remember last week, I mentioned that I was getting ready for a baby shower and my goal was to knit seven pairs of baby booties for the shower. Now, Cody, you know, I had a pretty busy week. Tell me how many pairs of baby booties do you think I got knitted? Well, Sam, I think you're just an extraordinary knitter, so you probably went above and beyond and made eight, just to be safe. Cody, I like the way you think. Turns out, I kind of got on a roll, and all of a sudden, I had 43 pairs of baby booties that I knitted. That's just like, that's how knitting is, you know. Yeah. So, um, so Cody... Last week, you had told me that you were working on a scarf for your mother, even though it's kind of not winter anymore. Uh, were you still working on that? You've worked on the cat sweater. Did you have anything yes. else that you've been doing this week? Um, so I've been trying to make an infinity scarf. Uh, and so the fun thing about that is uh, it goes on forever. So I think this will be a long project, but I'm willing to commit because my mother deserves a warm neck. How many how many balls of yarn have you already put into the infinity scarf? A solid fifty nine. Wow, that's that's gonna. I think she'll know that you love her by how much effort you put into the scarf for her. You really are a great son. So. Thank you, Sam. I really needed to hear that. Makes the project all that more meaningful to me. Yeah. Well, we could go on and on about our projects, but let's move on to the news. It's our most exciting part of the show. Uh, Cody, I don't know if you saw this. It, it just came out yesterday. It's kind of breaking news. Oh. Um, you know, our favorite knitting accessory company, Rethread, they just announced a brand new style of knitting needle. Oh. Let me let me check my notes here. Oh, it's called the Tooncast 500. And Ooh, okay. these knitting needles, Cody... They have Bluetooth speakers in them, so you can listen to your tunes as you're knitting. Oh, and it's kind of like you're knitting the music into whatever you're knitting. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, if you knit in time with it, it would just be so wonderful. Also, I mean, people could listen to this podcast while they're knitting on their needles. They could. Oh, my God. I'm I'm pretty excited about this. We didn't it was just a a little teaser announcement. So they didn't go into the full details. They didn't list a price. Uh they said they'll have more info for us later this summer, probably at Y3, you know, the big knitting conference. Uh, yes. So, um we'll just we'll just have to wait to see about that. But I'm excited for it. I love technology and I love knitting and you put them together and it's just magic. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we go, we did have a listener question that someone wrote in. So we'll just go through this real quick, Cody. Okay. All right. This is from our, our dear friend, green guy from the discord and green guy wrote in and said, Hey, knitting geeks. I've gotten myself into a bit of a sticky situation and could use some advice. A friend requested I knit a special sweater for their mother, and of course I said yes. However, when she showed me the yarn she'd picked out for it, 
I was horrified to find the colors clashed violently. My friend was really excited about it, though, and said she thinks it'll look great. But I'm worried that a sweater made from this combination of colors will be so ugly. I don't want to hurt my friend's feelings, but I'm ashamed to make something I know will look bad. What should I do? <sighs> Cody, this is a really tough one. It is. Uh, oh my We've God. all been there, though, haven't we? Well, and unfortunately, usually I would say the best thing to do is immediately, at when they tell you, show you the thing, is to say right then, oh, you know, that's that's an interesting color combination, but I feel like you know, those colors don't necessarily complement each other so well. And then you could make a suggestion for something else. But if you don't say something right away, and then you have to come back to it later, I don't know how to deal with that, Cody. Do you have any suggestions? I think you just need to politely suggest that maybe these two colors don't go together. And if they don't take that well, well then, just do what they asked. And maybe their mother will still love it. You never know. I mean, to be fair, maybe the daughter inherited her bad sense of color from her mother. And so maybe they do have the same taste and the mother oh. would really love it. Yeah. So, you know, you just have to try to make the best of whatever situation you're dealt. So, well, yeah. we hope that was helpful, Green Guy. Thank you for writing in. Um, I, th I think that was a great show, Cody. I love yeah. our weekly knitting talk. This is just the best part of my week. Um, I think that's going to do it until next week. So until then, everyone, may your needles be swift and your yarn be plentiful. Cody, take it away. We're just two geeks who like to yarn. Do, 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 needles. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Geek Cart Games Podcast. I am Sam Suvak alongside Cody Tietrich. Cody, you get the highest marks ever for your improv skills. You did a fantastic job. Did you have a good time? Yes, I was cracking up during that entire thing. Thank you so much for springing that on me. Well, and happy April Fool's Day, everybody. Um, that's that's why we did that. I did it. I was so, I was so confused. I was like, why are we doing this? I mean, it's a bit. I'm, I'm in for it. But so you're shit. such a good sport. You go along with it regardless. You don't need to know why. You're just in okay. for a good time. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this episode comes out on April 1st, April Fool's Day. And so I wanted to do something fun for it. You know, I, I, I love a good prank. And uh, I've been trying to think of something fun to do for a while. And this one came to me a couple weeks ago. And I spent many days thinking about it and whether or not I should tell you what we were going to do or whether I should just like have you have to deal with it. And I think that's always a really fun way to handle things because you handle things so well when we do our improv. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. I was losing it throughout that entire thing. I was like, what's happening? You kept it together really well, though. Um, also, fun announcement. Cody, you don't even know this. Um, and this is no joke, okay? Uh, we have a new shirt available in our Teespring store, and it is, in fact, a Geek Heart Knit Club shirt. Yay! Yay! It happened! It happened. It took a really long time, because, like, I'm not good at graphics, and I wanted to get, like, like a little oh, yarn stop. ball with needles graphic, uh, but, like, yarn balls are seem hard to graphic, so I didn't. I ended up, it's, uh, it's two knitting needles, and they're kind of stabbed through the heart but like knitting needles would be through a ball of yarn so like yeah. the heart is the yarn and like if you know that and you see the geek heart knit club with it it should make sense otherwise it looks like just railroad spikes stabbed through a heart <laughs> which I also mean, probably is fine but uh, badass if you ask me <laughs> yeah so it's, it's about time that we got a new shirt so that is live for you at geekheartgames.com slash shirts so right. um I'll just go ahead and say I don't have any other pranks planned for today's show. I don't know if, if something might arise while we're recording or if Cody is going to just whip something out. You never know with him. So That's... Uh, I feel like that was a sexual one, you know, but... 
whipping it out usually is. So yeah. I mean, I, okay. it's fine. It's fine. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Um, just I don't know. We just we missed our, our regular check in. Cody, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, had a pretty good week. Uh, you know, just you know, making it. You know, a lot of yeah. cool video game news going on this week. I mean, we're recording the day before a big announcement. So, are we for real? Or are you just saying that? No, for real. What's happening tomorrow? Borderlands Three is possible. Oh right, announced. sorry. Yeah. Yes, everyone should be excited about that. Yeah, so that, that's fine. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's just a game that's been talked about for like years at this fucking point. Like, so <laughs> to it's be like, fair, oh. I've never played very much Borderlands. I've just played a little bit because, like, I got into it so long after it was out that mm-hmm. it wasn't like yeah. you know playing with people. It was just like I could play by myself. We could. I've never beaten a Borderlands game like ever. Hey. So maybe we could finally be, play one and beat one together. Because Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm ready to play one, so I think it'll be fun. Um, everyone's excited about Borderlands. People love Borderlands. I loved Tales from the Borderlands, which is in the same yeah. universe, and so I say that counts. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, but yeah, so PAX East is this weekend, so there's going to be all kinds of... There's probably going to be all kinds of gaming news that we're not caught up on just yet when this comes out, but if it's cool enough, we'll talk about it next week. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But All right, uh, let's get into some video game talk. Um so I'll start this off. Battlefield Five had their update with their battle royale called Firestorm, not Stormfront, like I previously thought. I don't know why I thought that. Uh, who knows where the mind comes up with these things? Um, so, all right, Cody, you didn't play any of this, did you? No, I didn't. You I watched it. some gameplay, so I kind of know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I really liked Battlefield Five. I had a, a lot of fun with it. When I was playing it before. Um, I don't necessarily like your typical battle royales and this does mm-hmm. kind of play more like your typical battle royale like a PUBG or like a mm-hmm. black ops blackout um and i think the biggest thing that maybe defines that more is the maps are a lot bigger and stuff is more spread out so there's a lot of kind of dead space where you're just kind of like running around, yeah, and like it's just I don't know. It did that. It doesn't didn't quite do it for me. Um, I also had some problems with the audio because when you're walking around, your footsteps and your noises, like as you're walking through grass, is really loud. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt that sometimes I would stop walking, and like maybe there'd still be some grass waving or something for like a split second after that. Yeah. And it would sound like there was somebody else there, but really it was just me. And it was like so loud. I was like, I don't know how you're supposed to hear when somebody else is nearby when yourself is making so much noise. Um, so that was that was difficult for me. Uh, I found out the hard way when you pick up guns in Battlefield 5's Firestorm, they're not loaded. So when you pick it up, the first thing you got to do is load that gun. <clears throat> oh, okay. Which... The first gun you pick up, it kind of automatically starts loading, which is fine. But then, like, you pick up your secondary or your third gun, and it just kind of goes in inventory, and you don't think about it. You get in a fight, you're shooting, you're like, let me switch to my other gun. Uh Uh-oh, that one's not loaded. Um, So, yeah. Hmm. Learned that the hard way. Like, you know, I like to learn things the hard way. Um, No, I do. I I always just fuck stuff up. Um, There are a lot of vehicles, which I didn't get to do any of like the tanks or the flying uh choppers or anything but i did drive a few cars this is exactly what happened cody i got into the car and i was driving i was like oh this driving feels fine it's perfectly fine all of a sudden i was in the water and i was like what just happened (laughs) completely drove off the road i don't know and so yeah so driving's not the best for me also when you're driving like you like the car might have a gun but like you don't get to shoot the gun you have to have a buddy to handle the gun part while you handle the driving um so are you doing solo squads or so i did like two solo games first just to like Uh familiarize myself with how to do it because like i didn't want to make anyone suffer through me learning how to play a game um and then i did two squad games um Okay, also, 
which is kind of cool. It's It's got, like, because, you know, in Battlefield, you'll have objectives, and you're like, go claim this location or whatever. And so it has that in Firestorm. Like, locations mm-hmm. will pop up that are resupply stations, and you have to go try to claim it. And then I guess if you claim it, you get some stuff delivered, maybe? I don't really know, because let me tell you, I never successfully captured anything. I tried to, ended up dead, because uh, that's a really good spot to hang out and try to kill people when they go try to claim the point. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Well, that's cool. Also, just the Firestorm itself is really cool because like any other Battle Royale game you're playing, you're like, whatever. Oh, I'm in the storm for a little bit. It's fine. I'll come out. I'll heal. Like you see a wall of fire coming at you. Yeah. You know, it's a game, but you're like, I do not want to be in that fire. Like, no, like, I don't think I would be okay with that. Like you can go stand in the fire in Apex Legends and you're fine. But no. Uh, also, just the way it destroys buildings and stuff as it's coming in is really cool. Like, I yeah. was inside this barn, and, like, I saw where it was, was going to end just close to me, but I could stay in the barn. And so, like, this whole barn is being destroyed as the fire is coming towards me, and it was really cool. Um, but, yeah, so I played the squads. Um, when you When you jump out of the plane and you're parachuting down... Like, your parachutes are huge and, like, slow-moving and very easy to see. So it's very clear to see when there are people landing near you. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas some games like Apex Legends, it's, it's, sometimes it's not as clear. Like, some you could land and they'd be like, oh, somebody else was here? I didn't even know. But, like, this is pretty clear, so you get some warning. Um, so my second squad game, we were landing... I think there were only three of us in our squad and like we were landing in this little area, but then then all these other people were coming too. So I was like, uh, now I'm going to peel off to these houses kind of on the side. So I was over there trying to get some guns and then I was going to come back, but like my teammates got killed pretty quickly. Cause I mean, it was a bad place to land really. Um, and then, so like no one had been on mics the whole time, but then after they both died, this one guy got on mics and was extremely aggressive and insulting to me. Like, I wasn't on mics at all, but it's just like... And it was just... And it was it was a stupid insult, too. Like, like he was sounded stupid when he said it, but still, it was, like, upsetting to hear. I was just like, yeah. man, that's, like... That sucks that that happens. And, like, I play Apex a lot. Like, a lot. And, you know, there will be people on comms. And sometimes they'll say stuff at the end like, oh, our teammate didn't do anything helpful. And I'm like, yeah, that was me, and I didn't do anything helpful. It's fine. But, like, like I've never had somebody in Apex just, like, be aggressive and mean just to be mean. And so, like, that was kind of frustrating, and I was like, uh oh. So that... I mean, think about it like this. That dude's probably, like, a dude bro. And yeah. And he's probably living in his mom's basement, so... Do you, okay? No, yeah, yeah. Well, and his, his insult, if he'd actually thought about it, was kind of insulting to him at the time also, but we just, that doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, I was like, man, I don't want to play squads anymore, but really, I don't want to play that game anymore. Like, I just want to go play Apex, because it's like, yeah. I just have so much more fun with it. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of people that are having fun with it, and that's great for them, because, I mean, it, it captures more of that World War II feel mm-hmm. of combat in a battle royale. Um, but yeah, I was just like, eh. Although I will say afterwards, I went and played just like a regular multiplayer domination map, and it took forever to get into a game. But once we got in, I had a blast. I was like, man, this game really is fun. So I still like the regular Battlefield, but I don't know. Stormfront. What are you going to do? Everything have a Firestorm, not Stormfront, Sam. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Firestorm. I don't know what our problem uh, is. Everything I've seen, like, people are really enjoying it. Uh, I've seen a couple people complain about the tanks sometimes being a little, like, hard to get rid of because like if you don't find the things to destroy the tank you're kind of screwed yeah um and then their looting system currently is pretty oh, bad yeah. apparently because yeah apparently if you kill someone everything just flies everywhere uh, yeah so and, i i never yeah. killed anyone so i didn't experience this until i was dead and i was like let me just spectate for a minute and it's like i saw and there was just like this overflowing pile of stuff where i died yeah. and i'm like that does not seem but like a come out and say like what they're fixing that they're gonna add like a different mechanic to looting so that's good at least they're yeah but i mean couldn't you thought that one through somebody could have said that's probably not the best idea but i like how i like apex's way of doing like death loot because like it's just it's all there on the side you scroll through it and it's just nice yeah that's the other thing so in firestorm your inventory is like always visible 
pretty large yeah, on the yeah. side of your screen and then like you can go into it to expand it also like if you pick up armor you have to go equip it and which mm-hmm. i didn't know the first game so like i had this armor that was completely useless because i never equipped it and then like i'm not really sure how a lot of the stuff works in that inventory so but uh i don't know yeah hey it's a free update to battlefield 5 so yeah. if you have it you can try it and if not, hey, go play Apex or something else. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, the good news is there's a battle royale for everyone at this point. Like, there really is. I mean, there's like even a Tetris can... one. Well, actually, there's not. There's not a battle royale for everyone yet. As soon as they make the dating sim battle royale, oh, there will be a yeah. battle royale for everyone, I think. Okay. So, but it's coming, I'm sure. I'm oh, 100%. Someone's working <laughs> on that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Cody, what have you been up to? Oh, so, hey, I decided I wanted to play a new video game. It's kind of exciting. Um, so the other night, so I follow a couple YouTubers, and one of the ones I follow is a guy named Skillup. He is a very, um, he does video game reviews for lots of different games, and I like the way he looks at video games. Uh, he's, because he's like, he like realizes like these are labor, labors of love, and like they take time, but then he's also like won't take the bullshit and like mm-hmm. calls companies out if something's not good. And his review of Division 2 sold me on the game. Because, like, he mm-hmm. was hard on it. He was like, hey, the story's not the best at times, but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. But, like, all these mechanics, like, the looting mechanics and, like, all that, like, it's all really good. And, like, everything he said just sold me on the game. So I woke up the next day, went and did some stuff, and then I went to GameStop, and I picked up the Division 2. And goddamn, am I having fun with it? It's a lot of fucking fun. Like, <laughs> I was not a fan of the Division 1. I played the Division 1 beta and was just like, eh. And then when we tried it on Game Pass, I was yeah. like, this is all right. I just don't like want to play this right now. Yeah. But this, I'm having a lot of fun with. I can see myself play. And I think it's it's going to come back to a lot of things. But, like, it just feels really, really good. Like, I don't know if this That's is how Division 1. Oh, all right, yeah. Uh... I don't know if the Division 1 like felt like this towards the end because like mm-hmm. I think we were playing very early level we stuff. Did, yeah, we didn't get far. Yeah, we didn't get to play very far. Um, but yeah, so like pretty much once again, I mentioned it when we played the beta. They had the thing where it was uh, text to audio where like the person's reading to you. Um, mm-hmm. Still something I think every game should have because like it's such a handy thing and it's, it's a really cool thing that they had included still. Um, uh, so somehow I ended up making... Uh, God rest his soul. Uh, my character looked like Luke Perry from like Aww. Riverdale and 90210. Um, I think that's what he's from, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but with some tattoos. But that's what he looks like every time he pops up into a uh, in a cutscene. I'm like, yeah, fucking Luke yeah. Perry. I miss yeah. you, dude. Um, uh, so pretty much the story is you are a division agent. Like you've been around since mm-hmm. Division One. Uh, you're your base that you've been kind of at for a while gets under attack, but then a distress call comes from Washington, D.C. And I guess in the Division universe, if D.C. falls, shit's bad. Like, that's that kind of, like, the place that needs to stay up. And I was like, okay, makes sense. So you get sent to Washington, D.C., and you show up, and you find out there's this gang. I believe they're called the Jackals. Like, they're kind of running amok. They're just a bunch of crazy people. And your job is to stop the jackals, pretty much, is where I'm at uh, in the story. So I'm only level three, but I've played, like, a good couple of missions. Okay. Um, so, like, I think what kind of, like, what didn't interest me in the Division 1 was, like, I like a shooter where I have abilities. Like, I like the abilities in Anthem, and I like the abilities in Destiny. I didn't, I don't think they had those, pre- they had them a little bit in Division 1, from what I remember. I don't know. But I feel like there's a focus on them in Division 2 a little bit more. Because, like, very early on, they're like, hey, pick from, like, eight different abilities. Um, and then I do feel like the shooting feels really good. It feels really solid. Like, uh, it's taking a little bit of getting used to. I, I still use cover and shoot, like, Destiny all the time. Yeah. But Division, like, it is, you have to be in cover. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm still trying to get used to that a little bit. Um, and I do feel like the sometimes the movement can be a little awkward because there can be times where like I'm trying to get off of a wall, but instead I'm like moving to a different wall and I'm yeah. like, oh, crap. I had um, trouble with that a lot. Yeah. Uh, so they make you pick an ability pretty early on. And so I picked this little seeker mine. And what it does is I can drop it on the ground 
and then I can pick somebody and it'll go up to them, which is really fucking handy for when the enemy hasn't seen you yet. So you drop the mine and then you select them and it goes up to them and they're all grouped up and explodes and kills a huge bunch of them. Love that. Feels amazing. Um, And like, there's a good, good, you can pick from a good thing of uh, abilities. Like there's like two that are like, oh, this heals your armor over time. So it's like, oh, if you want to play like a support guy for your group, like if you're playing with a group, these are the ones that picks. Like, oh, here's a pulse thing that like shows where everybody is on the map. Mm-hmm. And I think if you upgrade that later, like you can make it give people status effects, like EMP and stuff like that. And I'm oh, like, wow. fuck yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. And, like all these abilities you're picking from, you eventually can upgrade and like do different things. Like I think there's one for the seeker mine where eventually like I can set it up two at a time, and like that seems really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like all the guns I've shot so far have feel really like solid. Like there's nothing I've been like shooting, and I'm like, oh, this does not feel good at all. Yeah. Um, and so I've done about two to three missions. Uh, there's a lot of, like, setting up base and all that because, you know, it's early on in the game. They want to teach you some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I went and, like, I rescued some character's daughter and I had a little boss fight. Uh, and, like, they kind of introduce you to, like, I think they kind of give you, like, AI agents to help you who mm-hmm. also have abilities because I got partnered with one who had uh, the drone like a mm-hmm. it's like a drone with a machine gun and like that drone was flying around fucking people up like crazy um and like the game just feels good even when i'm by myself because like i couldn't i could have match made into that mission but i was like no i want to play it by myself because like i just want to see how this plays yeah. as a solo game because like there are gonna be times where like i don't want to partner up with people and like in anthem i can't do that very much and destiny like i can do that a lot i feel yeah. Um, so I was like, well, how does Division play like by myself? Because I've seen like Kyle from the Whatnots and Megs are playing it pretty much by themselves, and like it's like, oh, I want to know how I if I can do that. Um, and so yeah, like I think I've only died once, and it was only because I got a little like gun happy and I was like rushing around like killing people, <laughs> and then like I didn't realize where I was, and so like I was running around gunning people down, and then the boss spawned in, and the boss walked through the door next to me, didn't notice him, and he just started lighting me up, and I was like, what's happening? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had to restart the mission on that part, but that's the only time I've died, and, like, I don't know, like, it, the Division 2 feels really, really good. Like, everything about it just... Everyone I've heard from thinks it's great. Yeah. Loves it. It's having a good time. So. Yeah, and, like... The fact that, like, they're supporting this with lots of free DLC and stuff, mm-hmm. like, I'm, like, I'm pretty in. Like, I'm I'm excited to play. Like, and, like, so lately, like, I've been kind of, like, on, a, like, a, in a video game rut where it's, like, I kind of just mm-hmm. really want to play Destiny. There's not many other things I want to play right now. And, like, I haven't been thinking about video games as much. I've been thinking about the Division 2 a lot lately. Like, I've been, like, I can, I can go home and play some Division later. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, like it's it's really good. And like it was just on sale for like forty five dollars or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like if this goes on sale, like even the sixty bucks, like it's worth it to pick up because like you can play this game by yourself and it's a lot of fun. Like and definitely if you like the tactical kind of shooting, yeah. where you have to like plan your stuff, take your cover. You can't just like run in their guns blazing. So that's yeah. you know if you're not into that, you might not like the game as yeah. much. Such um, as me. Yeah. Uh, but like if you like I think if you like the division one mm-hmm. for the most part, if you yeah, it's definitely. definitely an improvement. Um Yeah, like it's and like I'm just excited to get to the end game because like once you hit the end game, like then you can kind of pick like a class based thing or whatever, because like you got the grenade launcher, the sniper, uh or something else, I forget what. Um I think someone someone gets a bow and arrow maybe, or am I making that up? Is it a crossbow maybe? Maybe a crossbow. I, I think don't it's know. a crossbow. Yeah. Maybe. Something Who cool. Knows? Um yeah, like, it's... I'm having a blast with it so far. Like, it's really cool. The characters are really interesting. Like, one of the first characters you meet is this woman who, like, wants to be out there in the field but can't because she's got a prosthetic leg. And they're like... It's just really cool. Like, I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, kind of don't know, like, if there's, a, like, an ongoing story thing from the Division 1 to this because, like, I didn't play the Division 1. Kind of want to do some research into it, though, because it's pretty cool. Um... But yeah, Division 2. A lot of fun. I'm definitely looking forward to keep playing it. And yeah, you'll probably be hearing me. Maybe we'll have a Division 2 segment. Just kidding. I think we have too many segments. <laughs> Some of them have died off. So Some of them have died off. Eventually going to add a Pokemon one. So yeah. As long as we've got alliteration in our title for the segments, okay. it'll be okay. But... So we can't... So I can, can I just call it the Division download? No, I'm just kidding. That's 
It's a little too steely from the Destiny download. I mean, if you if you want to retire the Destiny download. Oh, uh, I don't want to retire the Destiny download. Eventually, okay. we'll talk no. about Destiny. No. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so the other game that I've been playing this week is Far Cry New Dawn. I did not ever play Far Cry 5. Actually, to be fair, I've, I've only played Far Cry 4, just a little bit of it. And that's the mm-hmm. only Far Cry game I've played. I liked it, but I was doing this thing at the time where I would get games from Gamefly. I'd play them for a little bit. I'd be like, do I like this? And if so, I would send it back and buy the game. And if not, I would just send it back. Uh, so this is one where I sent back and like I put it on my Christmas list and like my stepmom got it for me for Christmas and then never played it again. So, oopsie. Uh, I still have it, but but anyway, that's my Far Cry history. Um, but when I saw the preview for this, it looked fun. I was a little worried it would be somewhat too much like Rage 2, which I'm also excited for. And so I was like, mm-hmm. eh. But this is a $40 game that was on sale for $20. And also my Amazon cashback money, like paid for it, I had like $20. Oh, okay. So I was like, I don't have to pay for this game, so I might as well get it. So... Uh, I did, and I've been having a lot of fun with this. Um, it's, it's. I, I did not have to worry about it being like Rage Two because I think Rage Two is going to be like really adrenaline action packed, and this has that slower, you know, open world explorer kind of pace to it. Um, but it's, it's fun. It's got the humor. Like, I guess Far Cry has yeah. normally has a sense of humor. This one's, it's got some pretty funny stuff in it. All the characters, all the NPCs that the main ones that you interact with, anyway. Uh, have really fun personalities and um okay so the best thing about this game so you get your little helpers that can come with you and you can get a dog named timber which i got him pretty early on and there it was sad at first because you had would go on a mission because the evil people were eating dogs and so you had to go rescue him and like some dogs had already died which was really sad but i saved timber and i saved some of timber's friends and so timber decided to come stay with me and he's my buddy now so he's been coming with me everywhere and he's really the most helpful buddy because he's the scout and so whenever you go somewhere he'll kind of just like run ahead and he'll mark all the enemy locations he'll mark where loot is for you to pick up um he'll mark where the alarm is so you can go disable the alarm first before you start your attack and that's just so valuable like none of these other people do anything useful like they they maybe shoot some stuff i don't know like i've put some other ones on the missions to try to let them get some kills they're like actual people okay because like in far cry 5 you get to pick from like animals i think like you'd have cheeseburger the bear and like yeah okay that's why i well, you've got a whole mix of people, and then you've got Timber the dog, and then Cody. There's Horatio, the wild boar, who Ooh. is your tank character. Ooh, and fuck I, yeah. Like, just before we started recording, I talked to the lady who gave me the side quest where I can go get Horatio. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, but those are the only two animals that you can get. But they've oh, Timber's been fantastic. And I was telling you, like, just because you can, like, just pet him and he rides in the car with you. He'll come jump in the car and he just, like, will look at you and smile every once in a while. And I was like, man, I really like this. And I think I'm going to have to get that game called Little Friends, Dogs and Cats. That's like the Nintendogs game where you get to just have a little pet because um, he's he's been really good for me. I like him. Um, but yeah, so the other thing that's really fun, uh, you've got skill trees. You can unlock stuff. So pretty early on, I unlocked the fishing pole. So now I can go fishing. And I love, I love some good fishing in a video game. I hate fishing in real life, but for some reason in a video game, I just love it. Just like, you know, reeling in fish and doing stuff. Um, so I've been having a fun time with that. Anytime I see a body of water on the map, I go see if I can get a new kind of fish there. Um, also, there's there's like monster teeth fish that uh, are enemies. And like if you're in the water, they'll come attack you. Uh, you can't fish those. You have to shoot them with your gun. Um, but yeah, but everything, it's just like it's an easy, fun way to spend time because it's like you don't really have to work too hard to do anything well i'm playing it on an easy mode but but like you just have like natural challenges like you get a new gun and you get a certain number of kills and it's like hey you completed your challenge with this gun here are some perk points for you to upgrade an ability and so you just kind of get stuff pretty naturally and it i don't know it hasn't seemed like i've had to grind or work for anything too hard um it has these outposts where you can go 
conquer them to get supplies. And then if you want to, you can reset them so that they'll be harder next time. And then you can get more supplies. I haven't done any of that yet. I'm like, no, you know what? I think I'm fine. So um, I, I'm about to get to the point where we interact with, I think his name's Joseph Seed. He's the guy from Far Cry 5, which I don't know anything about. And I'm like, okay. So we're about to see what happens there. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's like three parts I think, to the game. And I'm like halfway through the second part. Um, but I'm just, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's a good time. Um, I don't know. I was, uh, I think I put this in Discord. So yeah, I, I, so there's this fun NPC named Nana, who's this old lady, and she's got herself a bit of an attitude. Um, she, <laughs> I don't even know why she's talking about this. She was like, yeah, my face is all wrinkled and I might look like like an old scrotum. I was just like, oh my god, Nana. Um, but like, yeah, but she was, she was fun. So she's a sniper and she like had made this gun. And so, what? Of course, of course Nana is the sniper who says so she looks like a scrotum. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so you're supposed to do this challenge where you like shoot these skulls uh, with the sniper gun. But I didn't understand what was happening. I walked up to an area and I kind of got stuck in it. And I was like, why am I stuck here? And then I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to do this. So I thought that I had automatically picked up the gun I was supposed to use. Mm -hmm. Because I'd recently gotten this shotgun that had this big kind of... It wasn't like good scope, but it was like big. And it had an X in the middle of it. And I wasn't used to it yet. So I was like, oh, this must be the gun I'm supposed to use. And so I did this challenge that you're supposed to do with a sniper rifle with the shotgun. Uh, and it was hard. It was really hard, but I eventually got through it. And then once I was finished, it was a two-part challenge. I did both parts with the shotgun. And then when I finally finished and realized, oh, this is the sniper rifle I was supposed to be using, it would have been so much easier. So that's like the double-edged sword of who I am. Uh, I make stupid mistakes and do things the really hard way. But then also I'm real proud that I was able to do those challenges with a shotgun. I'm like, hey, everybody else is using a sniper rifle. So, Um, but yeah, I don't know. Far Cry, it's fun. And I mean, if it's still on sale, it's a cheap, good time. I think it is. I think maybe maybe the price it's at for a while. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, and it's not, it's not like, it's not a intimidating open world like it's not huge it's just like a nice little manageable size so yeah i'd say you should check it out if you're interested so there you go okay so last week nintendo had a direct and then a few days after that playstation was like hey you know we could we could do a stream and show you some of our stuff uh it's called PlayStation State of Play. And the day after that, Xbox is like, oh yeah, we could, we could do some of that. We could show you some stuff. And uh, there's this called ID at Xbox. And uh, so pretty much, well, also, we're not even going to talk about it. Apple had like a direct type presentation too. Everybody's having these directs, man. Everybody wants to be like Nintendo. And it's fine because we get to see a bunch of cool stuff in games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox. All right. Okay. Um Cody, do you want to start us off with the Nintendo Direct? Yeah. So, yeah, they did the, the Nindies Direct. Um, I guess I missed the last one of these because they had, like, these two hosts come out, and I guess they were at the last one as well. I guess. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but the first, like, big thing I saw that I was like, oh, holy shit, I want to play that on my Nintendo Switch was Cuphead is coming to Nintendo Switch, which is something that's, like, only been on Xbox and Steam and all that. And I was like, holy shit, what? What's happening? Um, but they were like, oh, thanks to our friends at Microsoft. And you're like, Ooh, what does that oh. mean, guys? Um, I mean, they've been buddy-buddies, so. They have. Uh, so, yeah, and like, Cuphead just feels like the it belongs perfect on the Switch. game. Yeah, it belongs yeah. on the Switch. Like, it's the perfect game for that. Um, so I'm excited to finally get to play Cuphead. Because I, I could have played it on my Xbox, but, like, you know. It's just Ooh. a hassle to turn it on, move HDMI ports, you know. Just, yeah. Fucking HDMI ports, man. That's the um, worst. Um, also, just just mentioned that the cuphead thing started off with this weird black weird. and white skit about drinking milk i don't know it was a face so protector for the milk i don't know it was, it was so weird confused. but it was like so funny and nintendo and it was like yep that's fine yeah oh so yeah cuphead yeah are we alternating or what are we doing we didn't talk about this uh, i figure we can alternate okay. well 
I think the first one for you is something I'm also excited for. Yeah, let's talk about this. So my friend Pedro looks like a kind of 2D platformer uh, punching. What would you call it? What would you call it? Like Like a 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up kind of game. Yeah. 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 and it looks really cool because, like, you've got some fun movement. You know, I like to be able to move fast. And so, like, he's doing flips and getting around and doing stuff. And it just looks like, okay, that's fun. But then, so Pedro is this talking banana that I yeah. guess just, like, floats around with him and, like, chats with him and stuff. And so, yeah. like, that's what makes it seem a little extra interesting. So I was I was intrigued by that one. But yeah, apparently that game too. looks really cool. Because, uh, like, also, like... They talk about how, like, you can slow down time at points in the game. And, like, they show, like, the character, like, doing a backflip. And, like, you have guns and you're just shooting uh, people while doing, like, a slow-mo backflip. And it just seems really cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, And the next next one I had for this, and this is, like, kind of the last one I really, like, saw. I was like, I I could buy that. Uh, Katana Zero? It's, like, a roguelike um, game where, like, you're kind of... It's very, like... It looks like a samurai get sent to the future kind of thing because there's a lot of like neon like bright neon colors and like you're just kind of going through it very quickly um but it's one of those games where like when you die like you have to restart the game the level over but like you use everything you know it's very like fast paced and like mm-hmm. you use everything you like have done so far to get through the level again and like i may be confusing my games this isn't the one where you rewind time is this no, a different I game? Was, oh, that, that must be a different game. game. Never mind. Oh. Never mind me. This okay. is this is the one though where after you complete your mission, right, you go and you talk to your therapist. Yeah, you talk to a therapist That's about really like cool. your uh, like the assignment you discussed someone and like it just seems really interesting to me. Like yeah. I really want to play this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Katana Zero is a uh, it looks pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I thought for sure you would be interested in Rad. That was the game where it's kind of like, seems like an action adventure. You're going around and you get mutated. And so mm-hmm. like you get different like weapons and growths and stuff coming out. It seemed fun. Yeah, it seems fun. It's just like, I was just kind of like, like the trailer didn't sell me very much on it. I was just okay. kind of like, eh, okay. But like, it's the concept is cool. Like I, I want to see like actual gameplay of it. Um, yeah. Just cause, yeah. I'm, I'm interested enough. I signed up for the beta on steam and hopefully okay. hopefully i'll get to try it out there because i don't know if that's one where i would just jump right in but but anyway it okay. looked fun um i'm just gonna say real quick red lantern is a total no-go it's about a woman competing in the iditarod where it's the dog okay, sled yeah. race in alaska and she's like really sad and says she's a failure and doing all this stuff so that's going on fine also then you see a scene where there's five dogs pulling the sled and then later you see a scene where there's four dogs pulling the sled and i'm like "Mm, nope nope not gonna do that so that's a big no-go but it looks it's i think it's got ashley birch in it and should be like a really good game but i don't think it's for me because you know i think it's also like kind of a a roguelike because i think you restart it and it's like procedurally generated stuff events happen as you go yeah so i think they said something about that yeah okay and then this last one, you were you did you you're good? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's this. I saw this thing. It was Cadence of Hyrule. Then there's a whole long title. I don't even want to get into. I don't know. But I was like, because it's it was a mashup kind of of Crypt of the Necrodancer with some type of Legend of Zelda game. So they yeah. the developers got the right to use Legend of Zelda characters in their game. And it seemed interesting, so I went back and was like, what is Crypt of the Necrodancer? Because I've heard of it, and I thought perhaps I had it on from some free game or something. I didn't, but it was on sale for $3 on PlayStation, so I was like, I'm going to get it, because it's, it's a rhythm game. Turns out it's a roguelike um, rhythm game, and so like when you first load in, uh, you have to do this calibration, and it's like, okay, listen to the beat and push the button in time with the beat. And then it's like, okay, now this heart is flashing the beat. Now push your button in time with the heart. And so it gets like the latency of your button push with the rhythm of the thing. So it can like get you really synced up. And so then you go into this dungeon. It's a top down, like 16 bit graphics and the music's playing. And there's like just this heart beating in the middle to like keep you on beat. And so you're supposed to move 
one block at a time in time with the beat and do your attacks in time with the beat and like so you kill something and then you've got an opportunity for a bonus and as long the longer time you can stay on beat before you mess up the beat like that's how big your coin multiplier gets so like if you Mm. keep killing you get more and more money and like you pick up gold coins that you can use to spend in a store in the game and you pick up diamonds that you can use to unlock stuff uh, when you die and you go back to the lobby area. Um, And it's fun music. Like it's really, it's a really fun concept too. And when you go into the store in the level, uh, these are procedurally generated as well. And so you have to like explore to find the way to get to the next floor. It's, um, but you go to the, you go to the shopkeeper and it's just this guy. Uh, But if it's gotten to the right point of the song, it's just like an instrumental song. But if you get to this point, the shopkeeper will kind of start singing, but like not with words. He's just like, and it's like so much fun. And that's like my favorite part. If I can find the shopkeeper and have him sing. Um, And so like you can, you've got like just like regular melee weapons and you can pick up abilities. You can like drop bombs and then you've got some throwables as well. Fun fact, if you accidentally throw your throwable weapon and hit the shopkeeper, he'll come attack you and he will straight up murder you. So don't accidentally attack him, okay? Damn, it okay. was it was an accident. I didn't mean to. Um, but yeah, he'll get you. But it's a really fun game. If you like any type of rhythm game, I would recommend it. Because like, I don't really like... I wouldn't think that I would like a 16-bit top-down dungeon crawler, like, you know. But I was having a blast with this game, and, like, I don't get very far. I think there's, I don't know, there's at least three levels to the first zone that you're in, mm-hmm. and I never I never got past the third level. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know how many levels there are in a zone. I know that there are three zones, never got to the second zone. But, uh, but it's a lot of fun. So I think this uh, Cadence of Hyrule will be really fun, too, especially if you, like... Zelda, because it'll have those characters, and then it'll have that rhythm game dynamic, and so I think it'll be something to to look out for. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so that'll wrap up our Nintendo. Cody, why don't you start us off on this PlayStation? Because apparently you got real excited about this PlayStation One. Yeah, I thought this was really cool. Like I like because so the the reason they're doing these is because they're not going to E three, so they want people to know like hey, this is what we're doing throughout the year. Um, which I think is really like, like it's a smart concept. Like Nintendo's gonna do these. Like Nintendo does a big like, direct at E3, mm-hmm. um, but like they still do directs throughout the year for like different franchises. And it's just like, hey, when it's time for an update, and so it makes sense. Like I think every company should do these. Like Xbox does it too. I'm pretty sure with the like, I and Xbox. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, I I I like this. Like it was short and sweet. They kept it to the point. There wasn't a lot of like. Some of it seemed to go on a little bit long for me, but that's fine. Okay, all right. Well, I'm interested to hear that. Um, yeah, a lot of VR. We should point that out right a now. A lot of VR. And I don't have a VR headset, but there are some VR things I was excited for, such as Iron Man VR. Just fucking makes sense to me. Like, why this hasn't happened sooner? I'm not sure, but it makes sense to me that we get an Iron Man VR game. Um, uh, but to be fair, I think we all got a little misled and were very disappointed because when we first saw that it was you know tony stark mm-hmm. we thought this was going to be a tease for the avengers game and i feel was, like that would be it makes at, sense that it was not yeah. they, they wouldn't they wouldn't tease the avengers game in this small little playstation state of play but we got our hopes up and we were disappointed so yeah. that's too bad um and like directly after that they announced that No Man's Sky is getting a VR mode. Mm-hmm. And that's also a game I'm always like, it makes sense to me that that game mm-hmm. would have VR. And so it's good that it's finally getting it. So yeah, yeah those are kind of like a one-two punch with the VR thing. What do you got next, Sam? Um, mine was a bit later, but the thing that I was really excited about, the only VR that I got really excited about was the Five Nights at Freddy's VR. Oh, yeah. Which I've never actually played a Five Nights at Freddy's, but I've heard yeah. good things about it. Yeah. And, you know, I like my horror stuff. I love me some good jump scares. So, like, a good horror game in a VR headset, I think, would be great. And I feel like that game... Because if I if I know much about it, I feel like a lot of it is you're watching, like, TV monitors and keeping track of stuff that's happening. Yeah. So I feel like maybe you won't be doing as much, like, walking around and movement and stuff. So, like, I'd be less likely to get sick from that one. So, but yeah, I think that one's definitely one I'd want to check out. So. Okay. 
Um, next up, I got Ready, Set, Heroes. This is a really interesting concept to me. So it's a cooperative dungeon crawler. So you're going to like team up with someone and go through. But like all at the same time, there's another team going through the same dungeon. And like if you can, like the faster you progress, like the better loot you get. And then at the end of it, it turns into like a giant battle arena. And then it's the two teams facing each other. And I was like, all right. This is up my fucking alley. I like it's this. Like, it's like fucking Gambit. Of course you love it. I was like, okay, I can do this. Cool. Yeah. Um, and like the art style is really cool. Like and then like there's a bunch of characters you get to choose from. And like I was, I was like, yeah, I'm fucking sold on this game. I can't wait to play this. Um, I saw that and I was like, Cody's gonna like this one. So. I was yeah, like it was it was really awesome. Um, because like it's it's just something I've never really like thought about. Yeah. Because like dungeon crawling, like those are fun games, but like then turning into a competitive thing, that's pretty interesting. Alright. And I think the next thing we both have, because mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting. You wanna say it? Or you want me to say it? Uh it's called Observation and it's on a space station and it has some real creepy vibes going on. Is it it's, on a space station? It says Or are you the space station? It says you are the space station, which I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh I got it's some, unclear like, what's happening yeah, in this game. It was it, I got some very creepy vibes from it. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit like alien vibes from it a little bit when like if you're on a ship by yourself kind of thing um it seems interesting i'm interested i'm but. i'm definitely interested i don't know what to make of it though um, yeah like tacoma told a really good story about like being on a spaceship but then like i tried alien isolation and i just got bored because like it was like too long just like trying to build suspense with nothing happening so yeah gotta find that happy medium um so which is like it's the trailer kind of shows like it's this woman and she's kind of like going through the space station and we're finding like empty spacesuits or spacesuits that maybe have dead people in them and like yeah like at one point they're like you're on this the space station or are you the space station and i was just like what the fuck like is hideo jima like dropping another fucking <laughs> clue to his video game here i don't understand um but yeah uh I don't know. It's it's. I'm, I can't wait to hear more about it because it does seem really yeah. cool. So, yeah. Um, small thing, Concrete Genie. I've never really paid attention to this game, so this is the first time I'm actually seeing something about this game. Mm-hmm. It seems interesting. It's not a game for me, but yeah. it's just like it's a game. Like, I don't feel like like when I think about PS4 games, I think of this game as like a PS3 game because it's kind of like a oh, like, let's see what we can do that people like kind of game. And, like, it seems cool. And I'm glad, like, it's going to find an audience. People are going to like it. Um, but, yeah, it just it doesn't seem like a game that they would, like, give a lot of spotlight to. Like, this is, like, an indie game I figured, like, would just come out. And so it's just cool to see PlayStation, like, supporting it. And Yeah. I think like, it's going to I think it's gonna make a splash. I think yeah. the graphics and stuff are going to be really cool, and I think yeah. it's going to really stand out. Mm-hmm. Um because, I mean, I feel like basically you, I think you paint stuff on the walls and then it makes stuff come to life. Yeah. Like, kind of, mo- not really monsters, because I think they're friendly, but, like, creatures, big creatures Yeah, like you're painting creatures, because, like, there are, like, shadow yeah. monsters that you're yeah. fighting against. So, yeah. yeah. But I think um, I think it could be a, no, I think it's, I think it's really, it's not for me, also. I'm, I'm not super yeah. interested in this, but, but it looks cool, and I think, I think it'll be a really good game, probably. So, Yeah. This was and one I'm, that was too long. I was like, uh, oh, yeah. they spend a lot of time on it. And I was like, uh. and then your next one, they spend a lot of time on that too. And I was like, uh. I mean, it's their next big, like temple. It game. is. Um, yeah. Yeah. So for some reason, no idea why, because up until like recently, I was like, days gone, who gives a shit? But lately I've been like, I'm kind of interested in days gone. Like, I don't know if it's like, I think it's the part to do with like, I think like it's, it's like a Red Dead game, kind of in a way. Like, that's how I'm looking at it. Okay. But it's set in, like, a world with zombies, and you have a fucking motorcycle instead of a horse. And I'm into that for some reason. Like, it seems really cool. And, like, I like the char- the main character, Deacon. Like, he seems like an interesting character to me. And, yeah, like, I'm really excited for this game. And I don't know why. <laughs> but, like, it's coming out soon, so I'm like, I gotta figure out if I'm buying it or not. Um, but, yeah, like, I liked everything they showed. Like, I... Like, I they're not showing like a lot because I feel like there is like going to be something big in the story apparently. Yeah. Um, 
but like they're kind of keeping some stuff under wraps i feel uh but like everything they show like the game looks beautiful like it looks like an interesting world and like i like the idea of like because like in the last of us which this game is always going to get compared to um it feels like the zombies are like a secondary like they're there but like they're not always like threat the real threat is like the people Mm-hmm. In this world, it feels like, no, it's like both the humans and the zombies are a threat and you need to figure out what the fuck you're going to do about both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that's an interesting concept to me because like, usually it's like one or the other or like one's just kind of there as a minor annoyance while the other is the real threat. And this one's definitely like, no, like freakers are very scary and their humans are terrible people. Like be afraid of both. I feel like zombies have been called freakers before in something. It didn't I, seem like a, same. a completely yeah. original name. I was just like, eh, I don't know. I yeah. could be wrong. I could be wrong. It's just No, like, I'm sure, like, because they've been called walkers before The Walking Dead ever came out. Yeah. Longer, so, I mean, yeah. Um, the music that they were playing during this whole scene was really good, though. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah. And I shouldn't be surprised, because, I mean, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Like, everything about it is going to be top class, I think. So, of course, it's going to have really good music. But yeah. I was impressed by that. But I still didn't want to play it. So, yeah. And yeah, I, so I'm definitely expecting another one of these in like three months, like closer yeah. to E3, like just kind of, you know, being like, hey, we're not at 3-3, but like, here's everything we're showing off. Like, here's a release date for The Last of Us 2 and stuff like that. Like, that's what I'm expecting yeah. another one. And that makes sense. It's smart. Why allocate a bunch of resources when you can just throw a little 10 minute video up and show everything off? Yeah. Speaking of videos. We should clarify. So Nintendo and PlayStation did live streams of their presentations. Um, Xbox just released a video on YouTube. And it was very disorienting because, like, everything was saying it's going to release at this time. And we're all like, where do we go to watch this? And, like, we couldn't find where we're supposed to watch it. And then finally found out, oh, it's just a video that they released on YouTube right now. Yeah. Well, I guess... Everyone was expecting a live stream, so I don't know if they yeah. worded it weirdly. Because, like, yeah, like, I saw a bunch of things where, like, oh, it was supposed to be a live stream, but I guess we're just yeah. watching this video real quick. Whatever. So, yeah. Weird. No, it, and it was surreal because, like, I, cause I was, like, checking stuff. I'm like, okay, like, their Xbox YouTube would probably have the stream. It should be going live. So I was on it, and I saw this video for it. I was like, is this it? And it was, like, in this weird state where it, it had 32 views. And I'm like, because it had just gone up. I was like, yeah. this is so weird to, like... Just be seeing this video right now. But anyway, that is neither here nor there because, you know, they're still just showing the same stuff. And this is the one that I was really into because this is the whole ID at Xbox thing, which all of their stuff that they were showing uh, was coming to Game Pass for free. So all of this stuff that we're looking at, it's like, does it look kind of cool hey you can go play it for free if you got game pass it's like all the other stuff from like playstation and nintendo i'm like oh does this look cool do i want to pay money to play this i don't know we'll see but like all this is like hey here's stuff that you're just gonna get to try so that's like why it really excited me um so the first thing that got me it's called void bastards and i've heard of this one before and it's kind of a cartoony first person shooter and it really didn't show a lot of it just going around shooting some stuff um but like i don't remember what i've heard about it before but i remember hearing about it before and remember being interested in it so and i mean remind me of a uh, like a cartoony like old school doom like okay, how it's yeah. like first persony and mm-hmm. yeah um that's interesting i've heard of it before i feel like see yeah. this thing i feel like i've heard a lot of these games before because there's another one called uh supermarket shriek that's yeah. out on playstation already so i was very confused <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting game, I'll give it that. Yeah. But yeah, like, I feel like I've heard of a couple of these, and I'm like, wait, okay, I guess they're finally just coming to Xbox, whatever. I guess so, but I mean, uh, that's one where, like, you push around a shopping cart with a goat in it, and it's, like, just these little obstacle courses, and it looks really silly stupid, yeah. and it's probably fun, but, like, I'm like, I probably wouldn't ever pay to play that, but it's on Game Pass, you bet your bottom dollar I'm gonna go download that and play it as soon as possible, because it looks really fun. Um, but yeah, so there's that one. Uh, do you want to talk about your game? Yeah, so the only one that really stuck out to me was uh, Killer Queen Black. So this is that arcade gate I've been talking about mm-hmm. for a while. And well, it was before it was only just like an arcade system. 
but then it was coming to Switch, and I think it's just cool that it's now coming to Xbox Game Pass, uh, because like this just means like more platforms for it to play on. Mm-hmm. And eventually, it's hopefully going to come to PlayStation, where I mainly play video games. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like this game just always seems really cool. I really want to sit down and eventually play it. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just nice that it's getting places because like it yeah. does. It's a really fun looking game, and I hope it like people pick it up and like really like it. So yeah. Um, excuse me. So next up for me, there is, it's called Operencia Stolen Sun, I think is the full title. And I, I'd seen this before because they'd announced for a while that this was coming to Game Pass. And it kind of, it's like a fantasy setting that kind of reminds me of the style of Kingdoms of Amalur. So it looks really pretty. I like that. It's an RPG and I think it's turn-based combat. So... I don't, I don't know if I'll like it, but I'm definitely interested in trying it out. So, fun fact, this one, uh, this podcast comes out April 1st. Operencia comes to Game Pass on March 29th. So when you're listening to this, it's already out. You can go check oh, it out. We may have already yeah. played it. Who knows? Um, so that's cool. Um, the next one that I was interested in is called The Good Life. And it was very unclear to me what this game was about, except that at some points it appears that you're playing as a little dog and, you know, oh, I like okay, some yeah. dog. So I'm like, okay, I think I, I could be completely wrong, but I heard someone else talking that uh, you're a person who can turn into a dog or cat at night. So I don't know. There's something about taking photographs as well, but I'm definitely going to check that one out because, you know, I love me some dogs. Um... And then the last one that I was into is called After Party. This is from the people who made Oxen Free, And this is the one where you and your best friend, I don't know why, you end up in hell. And, yeah. and the only way to get out of hell is to beat Satan in a drinking contest. And so you're having to go through all these different bars and like, you know, to get to the final bar with Satan to try to get out of hell. Uh, so that one, that one sounds fun. I've been, I've had my eye on that one for a while. So the fact that yeah. that's coming to Game Pass is cool. Uh, fun fact: the the female character is voiced by Janina Gavankar. I don't know how to say her last name. I'm sorry. Um, uh, who's from Star Wars Battlefront Two? Battlefront Two. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that one looks pretty cool. I'm just excited that there's so many cool games coming to Game Pass yeah. and I get to play them for free. And I I understand that it's not technically free because I pay my monthly fee. Um, but still, I mean, I paid for like a year and so I'm not paying right now. So it's it's like it's free for me. So, yeah. yeah. But I'm, um, so yeah, those were, those were the three direct style presentations. Video games. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah! It's a great time to be a gamer. There's so many games coming. And tomorrow, Borderlands gets announced, probably. You Yay! Okay, let me just say this also. Um, I think sometime in April, on one of the, like the 20th that week, something, that SteamWorld Quest, I think is what it's called, Hand of Gilgamesh, it's the RPG that is a, a deck card game that oh, you play. Yeah. That's coming to Switch uh, towards the end of April. It has a date. I don't remember what the date is, but uh, I'm excited for that. So, I mean, we've got some some fun games coming up. And it's kind of weird because I feel like we've been in this state where all the game release dates that we kind of knew about pretty much have come. And so it's all just like, what's coming up next? I don't know. We don't have a lot of dates for stuff. So it's neat that we're finally getting some dates. Also, Wolfenstein Youngblood. They had a little teaser teaser, come out today. Yeah, Yeah, and I think it's July 20-something is when that one... It has a date now. And uh, the fun thing is, so it's co-op, because it's the two sisters, uh, the daughters of BJ Blazkowicz. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm bad with last names. Um, So you either play with an AI partner or you can play with an actual person. And it's $30 for the game, or you can pay $40 and get a buddy pass and have somebody else come play with you. And they don't have to pay for it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That one seems like a lot of fun. So there's a lot of there's a lot of games coming. So I don't know. Before we know it, E3 will be here and there'll be all kinds of games announced. Oh, my God. I forgot. So April, I think, 13th is uh, Star Wars uh, Celebration. And that's when they're going to show something for Jedi Fallen Order. So that'll be exciting. So that's just a couple weeks away. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for today. We do have a question from Megs, but we'll save that one for later. Thank you, Megs. Um, but yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Cody? You never came up with a prank? It's fine. I didn't expect you to. It's fine. Yeah, I got nothing. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. I honestly forgot this was coming out on April Fool's Day. <laughs> All right. Uh, so again... If you if you want to get one of those Geek Heart Knit Club shirts, go check out geekheartgames.com slash shirts. Uh, you can write to us like that green guy did. If you have a knitting question, send us your knitting questions. We'll answer it the best of our ability. Uh, that's at contact. At, we'll answer it. It might not be good advice, but we'll answer it, Cody. Uh, I have never knitted a day in my life, but I'll do my best. I haven't either, but my sister knits. So I feel no. like I've got like... Um, just like it's rubbed off on me from being around her so much. But um, all right, email us at contact at geekartgames.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Geekart Games. We've got videos over at geekartgames.com slash YouTube, live streams at twitch.tv slash geekartgames, and you can join our Discord at geekartgames.com slash Discord. I don't know why I got crazy there. I am on Twitter at SKSUVAK Cody. I am at Combo Cody. All right. Um, I was going to say something fun, like my, my knit club sign off, but I got nothing right now. So Cody, why don't you take it away? As always, remember you can leave us a five-star review. We appreciate it so much. We love you guys. Uh, good job. Good job. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do, 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 do. Sam, I got a joke to tell you actually. Okay. Um, so do you know why the word dark is spelled with a K? Like, do you know the, like, actual reason? It's because you can't see in the dark. <laughs> A plus. Oh, I like it. That was a good one. Thank you.